And we back, baby, season two with lots to do. To all of those new and old, welcome to QWERTYCAST, the podcast where we talk about indie games, PC games, and everything in between. We're starting strong at the end of 2020, and it's been a hell of a year, but luckily, we've had some dope games to play along the way. Uh, in season two, when we last left you, at the end of season one, uh, Fall Guys season two was just coming out, Baldur's Gate 3 was just coming out. Um, Among Us was gaining a lot of speed again. Um, Cam, you talked about GamesCon a little bit. There's some shit happening there. Uh, there was an epic lawsuit with Apple and Google. What's I happening think Hades, with that? Right? Hades, right? Oh, Hades. The did that? Did I mean, that I'm still come playing out it. It, it. It was early access for like a minute, but the actual 1.0 release was somewhere in the last couple months. Wow. Well, yeah, lots of lots have happened. Well, what's the update with that uh, lawsuit, really quick? Yeah, so um, a judge actually put a permanent restraining order against Apple from being able to actually um, eliminate Epic Games' developer account with them. So there won't be any injunctions against the Unreal Engine, um, but the lawsuit for Fortnite being on the App Store is still um, moving forward. Probably see more of that towards the summer of 2021. Nice. Can I chime in really quick to say that the streaming services um, that are also included on this, um, like NVIDIA... And, and those, they're actually working on um, desktop browser apps now to, to circumvent the Apple Store entirely Ooh, by wow. just, wow. oh, just sign on on your browser on your phone. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Any way they can get through the system. Cool. Um, well, we've got a lot uh, in store for season two. Um, and we're going to just start with, I think, our news segment right we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do a should bunch we of introduce ourselves first oh yeah i guess it's been a while i mean do people know us by now hopefully if you don't, don't know even, us don't i'm know. kenny uh uh we have andres hi you, yeah yeah you right have here. to vocalize still too my name's andres <laughs> steven Ew. and dave and dave cam hello diagonal yes we are, if you're a Patreon subscriber, you are able to watch this on Patreon right now as a video with our beautiful faces. In full uh, 3D. <laughs> exactly. I need two more, one more camera for that. Um, but I can and, uh, yeah, it's in VR now. That's, yeah. that's, uh, season three. Is Recording VR. cast in VR. VR. <laughs> that wouldn't that's be terrible horrifying. if we were all just, no, but seriously, think about it. Oh. If we were in VR, we could be in a lounge. We, we all do have VR our own chat. Persons. Yes. Own, av- own avatar. Yeah. I'm not going to be myself chat? if I'm going to do that. There's no that's way. Not, that's not season you don't want to, you don't want to put like season a poorly v. grafted or... face onto a uh, 3D game model cam. Ooh. No, I'm going to be a pigeon. Awesome. I'll be a foot tall. A big pigeon. I, I love it. There's a, there's I thought a we were just all going to record. Sorry, Andres, you go. What were you saying? Oh, that there's a really cute pepper you can play in VR chat. Oh, I was going to say that I thought we were going to record in um, one of the Tom Clancy Rainbow Six games where you could oh, upload God. your face. Oh, Anyways, uh, <laughs> a lot has happened in the past couple of months game-wise. Um and there's a lot to happen, so we're going to be talking about that this episode. So we're going to start with Andres. Please tell us what you got for us to talk about today. Yeah. Um, also, just a little bit of background. Uh, if people have been following QWERTYCAST, 
the news roundtable is a new segment happening here where we are actually all going to share in the news. Uh, we're all going to talk about things that are really interesting to us in the indie gaming world, PC gaming world, PC specs, all that kind of stuff is coming to QWERTYcast this season. Uh, so we're all going to share a story, and I'm going first because alphabetical. The <laughs> oh. stories. Oh, that's it? Yes. That's what it was. But Dave's fourth. Well, yeah, I'm fourth. <laughs> what? Fuck the you. Fuck? <laughs> Wait, are you talking about in the host and mods post? Oh, yeah. in mods post. Like in 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 terms of presenting stories, I'm fourth <laughs> out of five. Well, you know, D comes after K. As you guys can see, Dave is very offended by this. Because now that I know what the reason is. No, well, so here's the thing. That, whatever. But, like, on our website and everything, whenever I list our names, I put us in alphabetical order. This is hard to do. Listen, Dave, the alphabet isn't just in any order you actually want it to be. Just because we do ABC doesn't mean it actually has to be ABC. Yes, I read that Tumblr post. So basically, get over it, Dave. I, I mean, I'd say that it's alphabetical on the QWERTY keyboard, but I'd also be second. No, uh, no, Steven would be second. Yeah, that I would. Okay. So, my two stories Fuck that you. I wanted to bring. Yeah. Yes, I'm winning. Off to a great start. Right. Um, so, the two stories that I wanted to bring up are actually two things that we've already discussed in the past of QWERTYcast, but it's just... They're so important, in my opinion, to the indie game landscape that I want to bring it up as, like, the first topic in Season 2. Uh, those topics being itch.io and Pitch Your Game, which are two great resources for indie gaming. Uh, the reason I'm bringing up itch.io is because it is a website that allows... Here, let me pull up the thing. It's an open marketplace for independent digital creators. You set your price, you run your own sales, and you design your pages. And it's never necessary to get votes or likes or follows to get your content approved. So it really is like the premier space for people who are creating indie games to put their games so they're hosted somewhere easy for sharing it around to their friends and family or anyone who wants to support them. That is fine and good. We all know about itch.io. But the cool thing about them is that they constantly, constantly do things that not only support indie gamers and devs, but also the communities around them. So, for example, um, this group called Glitch City had a, uh, a bundle. I think it was, what was it, in the past couple weeks or in the past couple months. And is that something you find on itch? Glitch yes. Glitch, uh, Glitch City la.itch.io glitch city is a game and oh, cool. or uh and they basically sorry they're a game collective in los angeles they were founded in 2013 and due to covid they haven't been able to use their office since the start of the year so they have a bundle that was called keep the lights on and it was just trying to keep their oh. group open and that's and it was ten dollars and the bundle was 75 percent to Glitch City and 25% to the uh, LA Food Bank. That's cool. And, and that's the first thing that pops up when you type Glitch City on each. Yeah, yeah, exactly. As of time of recording, it's still live, this $10 bundle. Do they have a really oh, right, cool yeah. like theme song? Like, I feel like if you're going to name your they collective would, right? Glitch City, you better have a really good theme song. You like a 90s cartoon glitch theme City, song. Bitch, glitch, 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 glitch City. <laughs> Kenny and I were on the same page. <laughs> um, so I guess I'll just pull that up real quick because I actually have it on... Da, da, da. Oh, I don't. I'm such a loser. I'm going to buy so, it. So Glitch City, if we actually search for it on itch, 
then Keep the Lights On Bundle is still here. It actually has a really cool background. Um, but yeah, go check that out. That is one example cool. of this kind of thing. So on Black Friday, it wasn't a Black Friday sale, but coincidentally, they had every single cent that you spent on itch uh, bundles on itch games went straight to the developers. So on Black Friday, if you you know paid for a game, if you bought a game or you somebody bought your game, you got all a hundred percent of that. Uh, normally, Steam actually takes. 30% from game developers. Uh, I believe... Where is it? I had it written down here. Damn it. Um, well, Steam takes 30%. I think Epic takes 20 or 25 And Itch normally takes 10 But, you know, in this case, they gave it all to the devs. And then, you know, just like those, those bundles that are really good for devs uh, nice. also reminded me of the racial justice and equality bundle that happened back in, like... I think it was May or um, let me actually pull that up right now, right? Because I have it here. It um, must have but, happened shortly before I got furloughed um, because I purchased it and I wouldn't have bought it if I didn't have money. I mean, it was $5 and it was a huge, huge bundle that everyone was following and it got like $8 million uh, in support. Racial justice and equality bundle. I know I should have already had this open. I thought I did. Okay, so this is what I'm bringing up, basically. This bundle did so well, it was $5. You got over a 1,000 video games and hundreds of other assets, like gaming creation assets, tabletop RPGs, all of these things. There was even a website called the randombundlegame.com that allowed people to search through that entire bundle in a much easier way. So this group uh, on Twitter, Random Game Bundle, Random Bundle Game, uh, R, yeah, RBG, they, uh, they put together this amazing, amazing list of every single game from that racial justice and equality bundle. And you can sort through it for physical games, regular wow. games, assets, soundtracks, books, uh, tools, comics, that all of that stuff was in this bundle. Hippo and, on Elm Street. Right. Oh, yeah, this is great. <laughs> Shit like yeah, this that. says it was uh, 1,741 uh, items. Yeah, and there's 1,111 of those were actual games that you can play. Wow. So dangerous. So many people bought that bundle that I've decided that I'm going to start doing a Twitch stream that is only games from that bundle. Oh, yeah. Which so I'm going to be doing that probably. And he's going to complete days. it within four years. Mm, no. <laughs> we're, we're saying it here. Episode, uh, season two, episode one. I'm just going to play a thousand games in four years. Mm-mm. All right, but here okay. we go. Episode <laughs> one, season six, Andres. We'll check back in with you. All he has to do is, <laughs> all he has to do is play uh, one game every day and beat it and uh, skip holidays and weekends. And you got exactly. this, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Woo! Yeah. So... Itch.io. There's my spiel. Um, I know that you guys already know about them, but it was just like a... I just want to put them up. I want to put them on a pedestal because they're awesome. And they always create bundles for, you know, for the devs, for the community. Just go check them out. And they always have free games, top sellers, 15 or less, 5 or less. Second thing I was going to talk about was Pitch Your Game, which is another group that supports indie games, indie devs like we do. Uh, Pitch Your Game by Liam 
Tuos and his team created a monthly, you know, it was basically like a game jam for people to be able to produce a game and put it out there and have a platform for it to be advertised. Uh, they looked over 650 plus games for the last awards that they did, which are actually coming out as of recording day. The uh, awards for pitch a game. Um, yeah, two days. actually, it's tomorrow. <laughs> two days. No, two days. Oh, one two hour. Days. One day, 21 hours. Mm, okay. Lots of days ago as of the posting of this podcast. Say again. So it'll be days ago. Yeah, days ago. And so, but then you'll actually be able to see the results of the awards. Uh, It's like community organized, brought together for people who like, uh, you know, need a platform for their game to be advertised on easily for free. You just have to hashtag pitch a game when they have those windows open for people to advertise. And then they do the awards. So what was happening before was that it was monthly but they actually had a huge update where they're changing the model from monthly to twice a year. And the mm. reason they're doing this is because it'll actually allow game devs to create a more dynamic game over time and still get the same amount of, if not more, uh, coverage of their game. And what was happening too were some of these games were being published and they were kind of similar to each other. So if you have more time to develop these games in a month, the games are going to come out being, you know, more representative of you and your group, whoever's making them, and not just the theme for that group in that, like, at that time. Uh, there was definitely some hesitation from the community on this announcement, but I think mostly everyone is very supportive of it because they understand how important it is to, you know, like, the platform's there. It's been established. People know about it. So now they can only, you know, do better to support game devs and um i just think everyone should go check them out those were my big two updates on groups that you should pay attention to trying to see if i wrote anything else and good updates they've been thus far (laughs) yeah i wonder how long until they become humble games i know right (laughs) (laughs) humble's another like beautiful indie behemoth that you should go check out but uh, Are, can, can can we call them indie behemoths now? I mean, aren't they, they owned by IGN? Are they? Humble Games is no longer indie. That's what oh, I thought. Wow. Hmm. So what do we? Con- so I have. Well, that's another conversation, right? <laughs> double we- A. Yeah, double A. They're the double A category. Yeah. Which to anyone joining us for the first time, we consider double A the middle, right between indie and. Um, triple A, triple A, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let me think. If there's any questions that I want to propose to you guys, or any other thoughts, I mean, have you guys, other than me bringing it up in the podcast before, I know ha- a question you could propose to me. What kind of? Oh, what kind oh. of? Um, <laughs> what kind of? I've got a uh, ring interactions. Have you had with Itch or Pitchy Game? What was? Anyway. Sorry, I was. I, I know was you were lost. Distracted with marriage. What was your question? Uh, what have you, I mean? Have you guys interacted with Pitcher Game or Itch before, other than that racial uh, I, justice and equality bundle? I don't interact with Itch, but I use it all the time for the indie saves. Yeah, what do you mean interact? Oh my god! I, 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 like, I don't talk to them, but but I, I <laughs> that's where I find my resources for free games usually or mm-hmm. cheap games. 
because um, if you do pay, you're almost always just supporting directly to the developer, which is exactly the ideal scenario, right? And it offers DRM-free games as well. Yeah, just like GOG.com. No, GOG. Yeah, uh, there's a there's a lot of great games on there, and a lot of just really interesting stuff that people will put out. So people should definitely check it out. We've highlighted them for game jams as well. They the they host they have like a whole schedule of every game jam coming up and like it, you can you can have your own communities there you can do basically whatever you want around indie gaming from what i understand you can make new teams of devs by people that you meet through there so uh exactly. if you're interested in creating games or if you're just interested in seeing how other people create games i guarantee you that that is a an invaluable resource itch.io sponsor us <laughs> That's my bit. Who's next? I need like a lazy Susan to spin the camera to the next person. It's me. If Hello. You're done. Yeah, are you alphabetically next after me? Yeah. A, 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 apparently. Yeah, it's A K K D S. That's how that's how the alphabet works. this Dave, didn't you post your topics before the rest of them anyway? You're like, I'm just gonna do this. No, so, like, Kenny posted you his, then I posted mine. Cam wasn't here, so I posted mine, then Stephen posted his, and yeah, Cam still followed, hasn't posted his. We were following the model that you made, Andres. Which was yeah. obviously alphabetical, so. Yeah. <laughs> if you had actually read for a second, you would have known it was a trick question. So. Well, it was also a trick answer, because that's not alphabetical. Anyway, winter sales uh, coming up December uh, and January. When do winter sales come out? Is that December? <laughs> I think it usually comes out December, right? Only when it snows. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Andres, you have a resource for uh, when sales are creeping up now, right? Um, we, we have a resource. Yes. Well, I mean, yeah, if we want to keep go that going, we did come out with a uh, a Google Doc, a Google Sheets, that was basically some sales that Dave and I are tracking. I had yeah, them on our link tree. I removed it, but I can put it back. It's just unchecked. For Steam, um, it looks like the winter sales are going to start December 17th. Perfect. There you go. So I was going to talk about uh, some of the games that you audience members should look out for if you don't have them already. And those games include, so I, I've organized them first, uh, my top three single player games, and then top three multiplayer games. Uh, obviously, all of these are indie. So first on our list, we have Hades. Um, Ooh, Hades. Yeah, Andres, you, you've been playing that a fuck ton. Can you tell so me about that? So good. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, what is it? It's Supergiant Games' re most yes. recent addition to their, you know, just series of beautiful isometric gaming. Um, it has a lot of, is that, that's Greek, right? Greek yep. mythology, yeah. the yep. Greek mythos. Uh, so you are Zagreus, which is the son of Hades, and you're trying to escape uh, hell in order to find your mother on the surface. And it's just, I don't know, it's, it's gorgeous. It plays really well. You can see the elements of Bastion and Transistor through yeah, that Yeah, if you game. haven't played those games either, like, th this, like this company has made some of my favorite games mm -hmm. uh, in the indie world. I don't have a complaint. Like, I really don't. I, I like... Reviews on Steam so are overwhelmingly positive for... And did it you see that it got it Game too. of the Year yeah. from, uh, what was it, Time, Time.com. Time oh, Magazine yeah. named it the Game of the Year. They had like a, a list of the top 
10 games of 2020 because they were like, gaming mm-hmm. is so important to the cultural zeitgeist right now that right. it like we needed to highlight that. So they were in there. Fall Guys was in there. Among Us, indie games. Hades also was the only game that I was able to play during my little hiatus from the from the computer so nice. i am super appreciative of that game yeah, i it, i played the hell out of it it is no a pun god like god like nice god like roguelike dungeon crawler um mm. so that is our first game keep an eye out that uh for the sales currently it's at 25 bucks um which you know it's still a really good price for that game um but you know keep an eye out it might be on sale um you will get you your get time it. out of it Absolutely. No matter what. Uh, our second game that I have uh, selected, also rated overwhelmingly positive on Steam, is Celeste. Uh, currently at $20. Um, oh, know what I just learned by reading their bio? So uh, apparently, because you can name your character, you can name your character in the game, and this is like very inconsequential, but her name is Madeline, and I did not know that. Wait, you can That's name cute. your character? Yeah. In Celeste? Yeah, I named my my character Astrid. Hmm, I like that. Yeah, Madeline, yeah. Um, no, so Celeste is uh just a narrator driven kind of single player platformer. Um and it's just got a really charming story that's kind of about uh it's almost almost literally battling your inner demons and knowing your worth and whether you're good enough to do something or not. Um, and so it's, uh, the mechanics are all really simple. It's just a really, really fun game. I so highly is, recommend that. Is that the game where like you, it teaches you all the mechanics of the end and you go back? Oh, oh, well, I, I, if, if what I'm getting, it shows you if, the advanced. If I'm mechanics. understanding you. Yeah. If I'm understanding you correctly, like, I mean, it, it ramps up in difficulty and by the end, like your, your platforming becomes like a one long string of just like jump, 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 jump. And like, you're like not even touching the ground anymore. You're just like flying through the air, narrowing, dodging these spikes that are on the walls and ceiling. And, um, and yeah. And it's just because you've just gotten so much play experience from this that you've just gotten good at it and you feel like a fucking God. (laughs) If any of you, um, enjoy speed running, um, specifically tool assisted speed runs, the task Celeste run is amazing. Yeah. yeah, this is a good game. This and the, uh, for for both Hades and Celeste, soundtracks are incredible. If you're into that kind of thing, I think Celeste is a rogue light versus yeah. a rogue like because it does not have carryover between runs. Right. But yeah, so cool. okay. So that's Celeste, and then Carrion, which I actually just played over this recent spooky season, came out July twenty third. Um, by Phobia Game Studio and Celeste, by the way, uh, really oh. quick, was by uh, yes. Matt Thorson, Matt Makes Games Incorporated. Um, but uh, Phobia Game Studios developed Carrion, and it's a reverse reverse horror game. Reverse. 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 I tried to combine reverse and horror, and it broke my It brain. didn't work. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, a reverse horror game um, where you assume the role of an amorphous creature of unknown origins and you stalk and consume uh those that imprisoned you um it's basically like you're playing the thing um 
and it's just it's just a hell of a lot of fun um hell of a lot of fun hell of a lot of fun um there's some interesting mystery behind what you are and Mm. uh it's just really fun causing havoc in this underground base you played this in discord too which like for people who don't know if you join our discord most of the time if we're playing a game that we love and that's new to us we will almost always stream it in discord even if we don't stream it to twitch like we'll just hang out and play games so i remember kenny watching this and i know that the plot is interesting but i would ask you about the plot and you didn't seem too concerned about it because you were having too much fun with the gameplay although it sounded like the plot was still really dope the the plot kind of like it 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 takes uh it doesn't take uh first priority it kind of takes second priority Mm. um but like once you once you like when you start getting those pieces of the puzzle then you're like oh 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 that's that's interesting you know Mm. um but it's it's very kind of non-consequential i would say um and it's even a little bit left up for interpretation by the end of it but uh definitely play this uh if you like causing chaos and (laughs) eating people and being the thing and being the thing literally the thing mixed with um carnage from spider-man find out how good of a killer you are in a safe way oh oh yeah in Um, a safe way okay (laughs) really quick i wanted to add that um if you want to try some of these games before buying them celeste and carrion are both all available on game pass ultimate or game pass for pc xbox if you bought that uh that itch bundle i was talking about the racial justice and equality celeste was on there too nice cool well there you go lots of ways to buy these games um another Mm -hmm. game to look out for if you haven't played already is risk of rain 2 um which is one that we constantly come back to uh just Mm -hmm. because they're still updating it um is it out is it is it still in early access or no No, it it hit its 1.0 release when they gave the ending right i think the 1.0 hasn't come out for um consoles yet uh-huh. Yeah, I think it's a. I, I think that's right, diary. and its official release date is technically August. So yeah, very pretty recently. Also, overwhelmingly positive. Um, currently twenty five dollars on the Steam store, um, and it's by who? How do you? Uh, by Hapu Games. I always thought Hapu. it was Hopu. Hopu. <laughs> Hopu. Hopu. Anyway. Uh, how would you describe this game? What is the genre? I mean, how would I describe this game? It's a four-player, or up to four-player, um, four technically player. roguelike, procedurally generated to some degree, because the mm-hmm. monsters um, are not preset before going. And I right. Correct me if I'm wrong, you don't go into the same worlds always in the same order? Correct. Yeah. So You can even change, like, correct, choose a wrong. different world. <laughs> correct you're wrong um so i would mostly i would just describe it as a, a multiplayer roguelike um first person shooter right or is it third it's, person third uh third third there person yeah it's it's almost it's almost kind of like a bullet hell like with friends in a way because mm. the amount of monsters that they fucking just throw at you like they're not oh, necessarily it's it harder especially as it gets harder god um they're not necessarily like 
all shooting things at you. Some of them are melee, but there's so many overwhelmingly strong monsters sometimes. Like I'm looking at a on their Steam page, if you scroll down a little bit, you can just see the magma worm coming out of the ground. Uh, and it's and I, I've just been in situations where I fought three of those at one time, and that's just uh, it's something, man. Oh, I do have an update. Um, they had a yeah. dev diary back in September 12th. I was talking about the roadmap. Um, like it led to certain things like deadlines being cut, um, like a grandparent boss that was unique to Sky Meadows area. Um, oh. They talked about how great their oh, mod community yeah. Wait, is, but guy... they have no support for it, so they want to work towards that. Hmm. Um, and they're hiring new members. So if you are interested in game development or want to work for this group go check out uh hapo hapo hopu games they're and then hiring. ask them how to pronounce it and then tell them yeah actually <laughs> uh so they said something about creating and selling expansions for the game multiple cu content updates and size oh they want to do like one to two a year uh themed content updates oh sick so yeah so these guys they're very active yeah. with their community um and they have uh, a bunch of different characters you can play. So you're always going to get a different experience when you play this game. So definitely That's check so that true. out. Um, next multiplayer game, um, bringing back Baldur's Gate 3 again. Uh, when, Like I said, when we last left you guys, uh, it was just coming out. Uh, since then, there have been, I think, three patch updates. Is that right? Yes, I believe so, with the most recent one breaking old game saves so um you can well no you but i change right? it it was to, well, to play the legacy i thought that wasn't like was it is that breaking or was that intentional it's intentional I, I, it, okay. it it resets them but just like to note that you can go back and play those old saves as long as you make a selection i know it's on the steam store i don't know about gog um <laughs> that's where i own it is gog so I know that on the Steam Store, you can um, set it when you're launching to be the legacy one so you can access your old saves. Otherwise, um, gotcha. look forward to restarting and look forward to this not being the only time you have to do it. But yeah, I know this most recent update came with quite a few improvements as well as content additions. Yeah, and this one's by Larian Studios. Uh, currently 60 bucks on Steam right now. Uh, not sure if they would even put it on a winter sale since it's still kind of early access. Um, but you know, you can hope, <laughs> um, Dave and I have both played it. Uh, it's, uh, really fun. It's just, uh, you know, D and D, but on the computer. Cam, you've played our... it as well, right? Oh, Cam's played it as well. Yeah. I have. It's one of our uh, few games that we have a dedicated text channel to. Yes. We do. Weirdly enough, I, I really liked it solo. I did not really care for it multiplayer, but I didn't, I liked it solo too, actually, but I, I, only because I haven't gotten a lot of multiplayer experience yet. They're okay. fixing some of the stuff that's wrong with multiplayer too. So I don't know if any of those were your issues. Like we had an mm. issue playing with um, our friend Walker. Um, and by we, I mean me and my former roommate, Max. Um, is his last name Texas Ranger? No, I'm not going to dox him though. Um, <laughs> but we, we had this weird issue where we would get into combat and his would just lag behind like three turns. So oh, wow. Max and I would get to move and do our stuff. And then we would just sit there for like five minutes waiting for, for his game to catch up to what we've done. Even though he wow. has it on steam, Max has it on steam. Whenever they played together, I think it was fine. But whenever all three of us played together and I have it on GOG, Max would be fine. I would be fine. 
but Walker would lag behind. Maybe that's what it was because it felt very slow at times. I didn't like that it couldn't control the, uh, I guess, non-party members as well. Oh, it depends on who they're assigned to. You can actually reassign them. Um, the I believe the host of the game has that um, master ability to do so Kenny. in the settings. What? I don't think I ever played with you. <laughs> I only played with you. Oh, well. Well, I'd love for you to play with me, Cam, whenever you want. And me? Okay. Yeah, yes, absolutely. <laughs> God, why is this um, chat so horny? Um, <laughs> Bonk, yeah, it's, go to horny jail. It's, it, so far, it's been really fun, um, and I look forward to seeing where it goes. Um, yeah, I don't have much else to say. It's very positive on Steam. Mm-hmm. So, I believe this most recent patch that they have, um, one of the major things that they fixed is that by failing certain speech checks, it won't lock you out of content. So there will be different ways to do it. They also added a way to reward mm. pacifism mm. by nice. avoiding combat oh, through dialogue. Remember. So oh, th- those are two things that I'm super <sighs> stoked for because I love I... talking my way out of battles. Yeah, same. I, I don't I'd know be- if you know this, but the one time I played it, I just went and chat. I was like, I killed everyone. I killed <laughs> yeah, everyone. I and that's because I failed a, a speech check. Uh, yeah, so supposedly they they fixed that and that won't lock you out of as much content now, uh, if any. Uh, hopefully by endgame they have a way to work around everything. Um, for those of you who don't know, with this game as well as with their previous big hit Divinity Original Sin 2... Uh, their early access period is very much a testing um, and they welcome anybody to do it. But for this, they did not want to reward people through early access with a cheaper price because they are still eventually getting a full game. Um, but so maybe basically, it won't be on winter sales. <laughs> yeah. Even, even without uh, directly interacting with Larian Studios and giving them your feedback, by playing the game, you are consenting to give them feedback in terms of a heat map, which shows mm. like where you've visited most frequently, if you've that. gotten yeah. stuck, where you've oh died at. They have and, Google and Analytics it, for your in-game movement. Yeah, basically. <laughs> it's, it's, and they <laughs> use this to better develop the game and cater the story so that you don't have these like extra hard points where they shouldn't be. And They're, they're basically doing their due diligence as game masters. <laughs> yeah, they're, they really are. They want to make this game like a redefinement of the genre of rpgs specifically i guess western rpgs um when when it's in its full release yeah cool and to wrap my segment out uh my last game that i'm going to recommend also very positive on steam currently also at 60 bucks uh, is earth defense force 5 by developer sandlight uh sandlot um and uh it's a like a Oh man, it's uh, up to four player co-op where you battle giant mutant insects, a third person shooter. Um, And the story isn't like crazy, like anything to like bat an eyelash at, but it's so like intensely and intentionally campy and over the top that it's just a hilarious ride the whole way through. If you just like big explosions or just destroying like fighting kind of giant insects or godzilla type monsters you're gonna love this game um i've I've been playing it with a couple of friends and it's it's non-stop just 
like literal chaos. You can be in a giant mech, and you uh, you can be in several giant mechs. There's like a medium mech. There's giant mechs. There you can have like swords. You can have miniguns. You can be in a helicopter. Like, and you're just battling giant insects. Like, what? Well, I, I don't know what else to say about this. This is like, <laughs> it's, it's, what more do you want, man? This game's fucking awesome. Definitely go check it out. That was by. Um, Sandlot. again, Sandlot. Like the movie. Like the movie. <laughs> did you did you ask him to repeat himself just so that you could say that? No, I didn't actually hear him <laughs> say it in the first place. Like the movie. Okay. You were saying like a lot of stuff about the description of the game while those things were displaying on screen. It was very well timed. Perfect. You're like, there's explosions, <laughs> there's mech, <laughs> there's this. Hi. Beautiful. Um but yeah, there's some interesting twists in it. Um, definitely go check it out. Uh, hopefully, it's on sale. Um, Not for right only now. Sixty bucks. <laughs> um, and that's all I got for you guys on the winter sales. Looking things that we're looking forward to, hoping for rather. And now a smooth transition to Cam's news. Welcome to the League of Legends. <gasps> I'm your host Cameron, and I'm here to talk to you about <laughs> Ruined King, the League of Legends story. So this is the first game to come out of Riot Forge, which I mentioned earlier in different podcasts, uh, that this is Riot's games like third party connecting with different developers to extend the League of Legends universe. I know if Joe is here, he probably have something to say about it, uh, but you know, he's not today. Sorry, guys. Can you just wow. do like the Catholic prayer thing? <laughs> no 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 okay. they, they, no one can see that if they're listening <laughs> but the uh so this was developed actually by airship syndicate and this is the first game to come out i think i already said that valorant was actually made by riot games themselves uh and this game is actually a completely different take of what the league of legends is it takes place in bilgewater and the shadow isles which i don't know if you guys know anything about it Bilgewater is the pirate town, essentially, and Shadow Isles is the demon isle place where all the dead go. It's the underworld. Just a cool. lot shittier. Just a lot shittier. Yeah. Uh, it's a turn-based uh, RPG, or, or RTS, whatever. Yeah, RPG. And you control six champions, which, just reading these champions uh, and how much I know about League from the 10 years I've played it, it's kind of crazy that they're putting them together. Uh, it's Misfortune, Alawi, Brahm, Yasuo, Ari, Pike. Uh, Misfortune is a captain of the pirates, so she's from Bilgewater. Alawi is a Kraken uh, worshiper developed by a hentai developer. What? <laughs> That's just a fun fact. Brahm. <laughs> I mean, she uses, she uses tentacles as all of her moves. Okay, so Brom is a iceborn from Freshlord, which is like basically the Arctic, where she carry he carries a giant door made by the uh, I guess the a Viking version of Hephaestus, the god of forge. Mm. He just he looks like he's based off some uh, North mythology. You got Yasuo, who I'm Taste sure the wind. Yeah, he he is a uh, he's your uh, typical edge lord samurai boy. <laughs> Who has lost his way and is wandering? Uh, Ari, who's a nine-tailed fox, I think a, a, a Kamiho. I forget how they pronounce it. It's a Korean thing, but it's basically a succubus oh, with right. nine tails. Um, if you guys watched fucking uh, uh, Naruto, no, no, shut up. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> Lots a sexier Naruto. Lovecraft sexy Country. Jutsu. Lovecraft Country. Yeah, they, they had a, a a a realistic version of that. The the nine tail fox, the succubus version of it. They did. Yeah, it was great. So that's what she's based off of, but she's not actually. Even though she will kill you that way. Anyway, we have Pike. Spoilers. Pike, who sounds like his voice actor was Vin Diesel, but it's not. Is it chance. actually Groot from um, Galaxy Warriors? No, no. His voice is like, I got a lot of cum down here. My list just keeps growing. Anyway. Did you say we had a lot of cum down here? Wait, got a lot of cum down said. here. Oh, I've got down. a lot of cum down here. <laughs> said I. Welcome to the Shadow We're doing so well to like being family friendly. For like a second, never. We, no, I bad, said, like, "Fuck you!" At the beginning of this. Listen, I didn't. I didn't write the <laughs> our, lore of our this. Our podcast okay, guys? says it's explicit. So if you're like <laughs> fucking ten, I don't know what you're. You know, get your mom. All right, I'm, I'm gonna just reading the notes mom. from Riot. They say they have a lot of cum down there. You know, I mean, he does live in the ocean, and that's all it's full of. <laughs> Fish cum. Uh, it's, not, it's not all. That's it's why full it's so salty. That's plenty. why it's so salty. <laughs> yeah. Ew. Oh, please move on. He's a vengeful spirit of a sailor that was drowned and swallowed by these giant fish and brought back to life by i think either alawi's god it's never explicitly said it's just mentioned so you have this like hosh posh of characters working together to defeat hush, hush. the ruined king which is just like um he's only ever referenced in game from his blade which you can buy as an item uh, I'm actually really excited to see where this goes. Um, Gameplay-wise, I've always liked these kind of games anyway. Mm-hmm. I was a very old favorite of uh, Final Fantasy Tactics Advanced. Mm. Is this I, anything I, like, uh, what's that other League of Legends kind of game? TFT, Team Fight Tactics? Is nothing. So TFT is a like auto chess. Oh, okay. Yeah, but they're is building that, a lot of the games that have like this whole um, League of Legends lore, and this is just another one of them. And it's crazy that they've made so many different varieties, and they're all so good so far. Oh yeah, like cool. I'm just excited because they keep expanding the lore, and that's what I really love about games. Mm-hmm. Like what I wanted to mention when you guys talk about Hades, mm. uh, Zagreus's name. He there's a moment where he talks about how he's him and Dionysus to Orpheus. He's like. Hey, what if me? What if I'm actually Dionysus, mm-hmm. and I'm just uh, pretending to be Zagreus? And that's because in the actual lore, Zagreus and Dionysus are the same god. Hmm. Like, oh, and it's just it's, it's just like great little references like that. I love. So cool. I'm really hoping that this, along with League of Legends um, anime that they're coming out with, it's going to really expand. Indie pop oh, segment. Oh, I mentioned it. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it's something that I'm really looking forward to. I would love if you did a yeah a whole segment about that when it comes out. Oh, I can tell you about it right now if you really want to. But let's move. We don't got going. the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it will, right, guys, it will happen. That's what yeah, I got for my for news. That. Mm-hmm. That's, that's your news. Yeah. That's my that's yeah. It. All right. All next right. in alphabetical order, we are going with Dave. All right. Um. I'm going to talk about something that we've mentioned several times here, which is Temtem. Um, for those of you who don't know, uh, go back and listen to the other episodes. I think we've mentioned it like four times. Yeah, leave. Um, <laughs> but it is a creature collecting Wait. and battling MMO RPG. Uh, 
otherwise you could kind of think of it as a Pokemon with friends. Finally. Yeah. Um, Pokemon. They yeah, recently excited. announced on Twitter that despite delays of their next large update, which will include a new island, uh, Sipanku. I, I probably careful. Kapanku. I don't know. Sipoku. Here, I'll post it in chat for you guys. <laughs> Someone um, got it. I see. <laughs> anyway, um, so it's on a very December eighth. Island. As of time of recording, that's in the future. When this is released, that'll be in the past. It'll go from thirty-seven fifty to thirty-nine ninety. That's U.S. dollars. Mm, right. uh, no. When this update releases, though, they will not be increasing the price again immediately. They'll wait until the next large update to do that. Um, they've broken this out before and been very candid about their price hikes. Um, not even price hikes, price increases as they get closer and closer toward their 1.0 launch. This game is still in early access on PC. But most excitingly, um, it will be in early access or will already be in early access by the time you hear this, December 8th, PS5, which is, I think, a very great thing. Um, I think this game's ideal for Switch, I think, because of the whole Pokemon Association. That'll never happen. Um, but the, the PS5 release, I guess, comes with its own um, advantages, like a much better internet service than... Uh, Nintendo Online, so I guess maybe that could also be something to to help out. And can uh, I just say that their trailer for this game is fantastic. It is. It's wonderful. We, we also uh, we, featured that trailer on, on Quirky Clash. Yeah, yeah, on Quirky Clash. So um, there's League been a million whatever. Yeah, Smash League, um, and so yeah, I mean we've talked about this game plenty of times, um, and. I've, I've not played all the way through the content that they do have, but I do really enjoy it. Um, I think that it's a great alternative for those looking for, especially a multiplayer version of Pokemon. Um, really quick to touch on what's coming out with this new update. Uh, they did provide a timeline earlier, um, and I'm pulling this off of IGN, mm-hmm. but there should include uh, 25 new Temtem, one mythical Temtem, uh, and a few other features such as in-game tournaments and achievements, uh, which I guess they don't have right now. I, I haven't really paid attention mm-hmm. to that part. Um, I'm showing people also the uh, Team Crema, the the devs behind them, their their yeah. website. They, it's really cute. They have um, the Who Are We. All of them use uh, baby photos as their profile <laughs> fo- photos. That's really good. That's amazing. So... Um, Speaking of their website, which is crema.gg, they have an FAQ there addressing their early access for PS5. Um, But I, though they do post their news and all their patch updates there, um, I think that it's actually better to just follow them on Twitter, which is at playtemtem. If you don't want to follow them on Twitter, join our Discord instead because our indie hype text channel actually gets updates directly from their discord server mm-hmm. it's true. so we what do we have place? a few integrations with uh different game well i'll listen but finish what your thought was no that's 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 it i mean the the update um they haven't talked about when it's going to happen yet uh because mm. obviously they got delayed once again due to covid mm. um and uh I'm, i mean i'm looking forward to it and i'm definitely looking forward to the 1.0 launch i really hope that we can get somebody from crema on to talk to us um i think that'd be really 
really great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's all I've got for, let's, for let's do Temtem it. right now. It. It's not, so yeah. how long do you think before we get a Temtem card game? Hmm. Oh, man. That's, I don't know. I, it's a, it's I, I couldn't tell you because they already, it's like, what you use are cards for Temtem. Like that's like yeah, yeah, it's a good point. They're not captured in balls, you know. It's yeah, all right. cards. So they're captured in cards. If it yeah, does like, become a like card game, card then it has captor. to go to a tabletop sim. Hopefully, someone makes mm-hmm. a part of it. We'll get an AR Temtem card game. Maybe yeah. we'll make it in tabletop yeah, yeah. sim. We're gonna mm-hmm. we're gonna create. We're gonna the pitch this to the like devs that. when we go for the interview. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They uh, did you know that they call if you uh, capture and train, train, temp, train, train, temp, temp. what? Train, train. <laughs> You're called a tamer in the game. Can you speak, speak? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Temp, temp, tamer. Temp, temp, tamer. Temp, temp, tamer. Dodgy, dodgy, man. Uh, ducky, ducky. Uh, yeah. Okey, dokey. Not, o- not, dokey, dokey. Temtem, along with Baldur's Gate, uh, Risk of Rain 2, I can't remember what other games. If you have a Discord or if you know of a game that has a Discord, uh, encourage them to have an announcements channel because we can always forward that announcements channel through our own indie game hype channel. And that way, if there's actual like big announcements coming out from the channel, you'll also get updates on that through us. Fall nice. Guys we have. Fall Guys, stars. yes. Yes. That's another big one. Cool. So basically, a bunch of games that we talk about all the time. Yeah. Mm. Steve, I guess. So you're I'm gonna next. finish out the news segment um, with a game that just released uh, in December on December first, and um, it's called Project Wingman. And I'm excited about yeah, this. yeah, yeah. Really and if, cool. if you remember from the season one, I constantly talking about VR, and this game is VR compatible. So I was very excited for it. I actually picked oh. it up, put a little bit That's of time cool. into it. Um, Ooh, so it's developed do it in VR. I did it in VR. Yeah, wow, it, uh, it's it's beautiful. It's cool because um, it's a seated VR game, which I actually tend to prefer those types of games. Mm-hmm. Um, so this really kind of gives you that feeling of like being in the cockpit. Um, seated or prob- seated? Seated. Okay. Like you're, like seated one who uses a seat. <laughs> So uh, Project Wingman is developed by um, a independent team from Australia named Sector D2. Um, they actually kickstarted this game back in 2018. They got like uh, 2,500 backers and made like, I think it was like $85,000. Mm-hmm. Um, but when they went to go publish this, they actually published it through Humble Games. Now we had a discussion earlier about that, so I don't know if we can consider that. But it's technically Humble Games it was supposed to be an indie um, publishing service. Um, but they just released it um, a few days back. Um, it's supposed to kind of fill it the. Gorgeous. It does. It's supposed to fill that like uh, budget style game for the Ace Combat series. So if you guys have ever played any of those, they're usually like full fledged sixty dollars games. Project Wingman's actually only twenty four ninety nine on the Steam store. Mm. Um, so it's definitely economical but still providing really good combat uh, gameplay uh, one of the things that i really enjoyed about it was that in comparison to ace combat style games i felt very similar in the functionality of like how it shoots its guns how i target things how i'm actually flying um, the plane around uh, the only grape that i had with it was that it was originally designed to support the gamepad so there was actually like a rebinding process i had to go through in order to get it to connect up with my um logitech extreme joystick Mm -hmm. but once that was put together it actually plays really really well 
Um, it has over 20 aircrafts that you're able to actually fly around, um, all based on real um, planes that have either been used in history or are still active use. Um, but the campaign storyline actually takes like a fictional timeline where you're shooting up against uh, mechs and flying fortresses. <laughs> and it's, it's very interesting. And then one of the things that a lot of people have been really given a lot of good feedback for is there's a secondary game mode that um, they released with called Conquest, which mm. actually plays like a roguelike where you are purchasing planes and weapons and maintaining your own fighting squadron as you play through missions uh, back to back to back, kind of like a dungeon crawl. Um, so it's it's got a really neat um, new edge concept uh, for these like action combat flight games. But uh, it's fantastic. It plays really well, even if it's not in VR. Um, so it's not like it's exclusive to that. Um, so you can just play it normally. But VR is definitely the recommended way of playing it because you get to kind of like sit in and, and look around and you can track yeah. planes that are behind you. And it's yeah. really, it's a that, really good this time. This sounds like a really good use of VR. Yeah. And, and it's fairly seamless. Um, I'm interested. There's... So I'm using the HTC Vive set. Um, there's newer, better sets that are out now. Um, so at some point I'm going to be upgrading. I want to see how much that changes the actual visual. Mm-hmm. But even in the HTC Vive, it, it plays really well. Did you mention that it's the um, number two top selling game on Steam right now? Yes. Oh, and yeah. it's uh, oh, wow. just behind in pre-orders, just behind it's Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Go ahead, Dave. Um, have you used uh the new microsoft flight simulator for pc and if so how does this compare in terms of controlling planes so surprisingly actually i did not um although a lot of people have recommended it to me so far um i just there's something about flying around and shooting other planes versus flying around (laughs) and landing planes that just in my mind is a different game entirely i respect it i know that from what i've watched of some of my friends who have played it and streamed it um the uh, flight simulator by microsoft is gorgeous it's just plays really well it's clean it's it looks nice um they have like really good adaptations of the instrumentation of the um cockpits but um totally but there's no shooting and they're not indie so fuck them yeah exactly (laughs) exactly that's the truth (laughs) have you ever have you ever played elite dangerous yes so actually i have that uh, installed and equipped and i've been um running around in a uh type 9 heavy doing transporting runs recently but uh in vr it's fantastic is it like kind of comparable? Because I got it for free from Epic Games. Oh um, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Elite Dangerous, developed by Frontier Development. Uh, mm-hmm. I was actually really excited to play it, but I don't have any um, controllers set up to do it right. And everyone recommends you really need it because of all yeah. the intricacies. Yeah, so actually I've never played it without, so I'm not entirely sure how it would handle. So I definitely recommend the joystick. Um, The one that I'm using, the Logitech 3D Pro, I don't think it's extremely expensive compared to like the HOTAS systems, Um, but it works really well for me. Um, I just use my keyboard for all of the other functionality, but yeah, for the actual flying, I definitely recommend a joystick. As far as like um, Project Wingman in comparison, the cockpit system feels very similar. Seated position, I get to look all around, but I'm definitely like centered in one spot, which really helps for people who have motion sickness in VR. Mm. Um, Playing seated games usually eliminates that issue. Um, yeah. but yeah, definitely got the same style feel where you're flying around. The major difference though, of course, is that, uh, in project wingman, you have uh, gravity effects and in, uh, elite dangerous, it's just space. So not so much a concern. 
Nice. You're gonna crash a lot in Project Wingman. I think the first thing I did when I booted up was I got my joystick figured out, and then I slammed right into the ocean. Uh, nice. <laughs> so you'll figure it out. Cooper. Okay. Yeah. I was watching somebody play a hyper realistic uh, racing game, and to a point, Kenny, were you there with me when we were in Discord with that person? It was somebody. Somebody was talking about having a video game that was. It was a driving simulator, and they actually Crash Bandicoot. They were in tournaments. <laughs> no, and um, so no, much Crash so Team that Racing. it was like, dude, real. Okay, I'm just gonna disconnect. So uh, you might be referring <laughs> to Project Cars. Maybe. No, it wasn't right. What? It wasn't Project Cars. I, oh, I, think, I thought Speed I was in the chat. I think you were there oh then. My so it was a ba- set of Corsa. So the point being that it was like so realistic <laughs> that you actually sat in seats that have feedback from being hit by the other cars and yeah. if you you actually have rules as to how to play in these tournaments because if you treat it like a real like a real experience with a real car you could actually hurt people with the feedback that their seats give them <laughs> that's interesting yeah. yeah i know that they have a lot of those like um 4d vr chairs now um, yeah. especially for the racing sims it seems like a lot of the money um in vr when it comes to like the actual like haptic feedback and the full-fledged like enclosed systems tends to be around the racing simulators we have a friend on our discord that actually does that as like a um tournament for money um so it's it's a really interesting concept and i think we're I think talking about the same person then possibly i think nascar actually during the covid crisis had a um, for a short period of time switched over where they had all of their racers um mm. performing the function of the race but in a vr setup which oh, is really interesting cool. yeah. yeah i mean if it's like the 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 you know the cool thing about it was that it's supposed to be realistic like if you put a nascar driver in there and they had a competition you should be able to actually like measure that it's like yeah you know actual scale. i'm all for gamers being the new nascar racers <laughs> yeah. I, I love that idea <laughs> Yeah, can can we get a Rocket League already? But in real life, go. oh my yeah. gosh! Well, if you ever wanted to fly a jet and uh, crash it multiple times, get frustrated and reboot the game multiple times uh, because of that frustration, uh, get Project Wingman. <laughs> Brad. Well, Dave. Me. Yeah, how's it going? Yeah, how's it going? It's going all right. You know, I've I've had better days, but I've had much worse. Great. Can you tell us about <laughs> indie saves? No. <laughs> all right that's um, our okay. segment <laughs> and then that's cutting off the music then because <laughs> um, we're done with the news okay. except yeah, here's more so, news so news done indie saves is back uh we are starting with a game from itch.io that's right we talked about it earlier here it comes back around again it is from an australian developer so we just talked about an Australian developed game. Now we're going to a different one. Caramel has developed Red Trees. This is an older game. It came out in 2016, July. Um, in 2019, it celebrated three years by doing a version 1.5 update. That included new music, updated dialogue, and, quote, significant gameplay improvements. End quote. I don't know what those would be because I didn't play it before this 1.5 update. <laughs> um, but I am excited to check it out. It was made um, through uh, RPG Maker. Mm-hmm. It gives me real Game Boy Advance kind of vibes to it. Um, it is, I don't know, like a, kind of an 
adventure type game. Mm-hmm. Um, and it reminds me of what old Pokemon games looked like. But Neat. I don't think it's really related to Pokemon in any way. Uh, thankfully, because then I'd just be talking about the same game again. Um, I always loved those stories with old, like, Game Boy and other old system games where they're like, well, the reason Sonic is blue is because blue had the most colors in the palette at the time. And that's really <laughs> it. Like, one of those things. Like, yeah. the reason Mario has a mustache is because it was actually just his face, but we needed more black pixels to make him look different. So, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, and then if you take that, you don't have those limitations anymore, but you still want to have the look of those old games. It's almost like you still have to put yourself in those bounding boxes in order to feel authentic. Yeah, like Sonic's eyes when they tried making that movie the first time. Oh, God. Oh, my <laughs> oh, God. God. Yeah, when they made it on the Game Boy. <laughs> um, so let me read you the synopsis here from the itch.io page, and then and I'll tell really you how quick, you... Before you do that. Uh, can you tell us again what Indie Saves is, if anyone's new? Yeah, Indie Saves, um, also formerly known as the Indie Game Book Club. Sorry, Kenny. Also known as about 18 other names as uh, yeah, as we've gone through. Dave, um, Indie Saves, Indie Games by Saving You Money in This Book Club. That's the name of the segment now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's the long form name. Yeah, Indie yeah. Saves. Is that's the, the that's its uh, religious name. It's Catholic name. <laughs> um, it is just something that we kind of kicked around working through a few different iterations, um, where we highlight an indie game uh, that costs little to no money. I'm talking about five dollars or less. Usually, we try to highlight games that you can get for free with the option of paying the developer. We always encourage you to pay developers because this is how they make their money. Um, it's true. <laughs> yeah, I read that once, but because they are free games, it's good for the consumers wallets as well. And because they're providing the games for free, you're not pirating these indie games. So you're actually uh, working with the developer to to play these for free rather than working against them and hurting their wallets. Oh, um, shit, symbiotic. Yeah. yeah, before this, I was getting all my games through LimeWire. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think those were games. Ah, oh, fuck. Well, I <laughs> um, played with me for sure. He really liked the game Jeez. where his monitor never turned on and the computer started smoking. <laughs> I like the game when I donated a uh, million dollars to that prince in... Dubai. Oh god. Uh, yeah. Let's <laughs> get mix it up. Um so uh this functions like a book club, hence the former name, Indie Game Book Club, where uh, we introduce a game and we by the time that it comes around for the next episode, we may uh change that timeline a little bit, but the next time that we talk about indie saves uh, we will talk about our experiences with the game as the hosts. We have a text channel for uh, those that subscribe to our Patreon. Hashtag $2 to holla. Um, and we encourage everybody to to try these games, whether or not you're talking about it with us on the Discord uh, or whether or not you even subscribe. We would love to just highlight these games and and give these people some credit for the amazing work that they do and and providing this entertainment and this art form to us for little to no money and uh ultimately the goal here is to leave our little review of feedback uh whether the developers want to take that or not is up to them 
none of us are uh as of yet game developers so you know it's true um i I guess we've got limited uh opinions and that that's i mean that's basically the whole thing about about indie saves saving you money <laughs> exactly great. and playing some mini games great 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 it rhymes just with dave have sound. you thought about incorporating that into the name <laughs> oh god uh, so uh, we were speaking about welcome to dave's indie saves oh no thanks, more dave. Dave. brought to you by dave only we appreciate you talking about the games that you you're talking about and this uh thanks. segment that you helped uh introduce Yes, and before I read the synopsis, let me just say, if anybody else has a game that's cheap or free that they want us to highlight, and it's also indie being the most important thing there, um, please let us know. Reach out to us um, either via email or through our Discord. Uh, Our email will be read later on. It just Um, (laughs) zooms past the screen too fast to read. (laughs) So... Here, let me read this for you. In a small town encircled by trees, mysterious events are unfolding. Pet rabbits are going missing. People have been injured. And the townsfolk are whispering about something lurking in the woods. Mm. Since none of the adults want to do anything about this, it's going to be up to you to get to the bottom of it. Before you can do that, however, simply getting into the woods might be a problem. That's the whole synopsis. I don't know anything about this game. I haven't played it. I haven't read too much about it, Mm. except for that it was recommended by a few different people. Um, and I don't know that I said this, but maybe I did. Uh, it was made by Caramel is the developer. He is from Australia and you can follow him either on, uh, caramel.itch.io or, uh, I'm going to say Calamardier, Caramel Deer, uh, on Twitter. I like the first one. That first one sounded good. Thanks. (laughs) Um, and that's caramel then d-e-r-e as the other four letters there top comment on itch.io for red trees caramel is i want to be friends with teeth okay so play that game if you want to be friends absolutely i cannot wait to to check it out and i hope that all of our lovely hosts check it out and i hope that everybody who listens I, it, plays as well. I see what you mean about the the visual style of Pokemon. It also reminds me of Earthbound, you know, Mother, those kind of... Yeah. Uh, I wonder mm-hmm. if it plays like that, too, mm-hmm. as an RPG. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure what the what the whole thing is. I mean, I can see that it has, like, an items thing, mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm wondering if there's an equipment-type deal or if it's just items that you use yeah. for various things. Um, but... Uh, I guess I'll leave it off with uh, the 2016 version has three different translations, uh, Portuguese, Spanish, and um, can you guys tell me what that third one is? Andres, do you know? Is that Uh, Latin X? Russian. Russian is what it is. I thought it was. So Spanish, Portuguese, Russian are the three other languages that you can play the original in. The original, though, does not have... Mm. um, the 1.5 mm, new music right, right, updated right. dialogue gameplay improvements nice. significant gameplay improvements all right well we'll definitely have to check it out we'll definitely have to talk about it all of us will have to post something about it on the indie game or the indie saves uh text channel and like you were saying if you pay two dollars to patreon you are in that tier you will get all of those updates and you are more than welcome to 
talk to us about that game, ask us things about it, our experience, or even say things that you think should be included in the next coverage of uh, this game. Yeah, yeah, I would of, love to provide more than my opinion. So, <laughs> yeah, a lot of uh, how we're talking about games now is changing. So, Patreon and Discord is a good way to keep up with that. Exactly. Um, next, we are going to be talking about um, some PC stuff with Steven. Yeah. So, speaking of um, you know Discord and interaction with our uh, fans and listeners. Um, we have a new section to our Discord. Uh, it's going to be called the Tech Cafe. Uh, yeah. The intentions there is that we as the QWERTY hosts will get to kind of use that space to talk about any PC tech that we're really hyped or you know excited we'll about. help you build a computer. We'll help you build a computer if you uh, are into the DIY. If you have any questions or you know things that you're curious about, we'll be able to provide you with uh, advice and information. We'll also do some uh, reviews of different tech components and do some spec comparisons. Um, so definitely check that out on Discord. Um, for this week, what we're going to be posting on there is uh, QWERTY's favorite things, uh, kind of a little ripoff of, of uh, Oprah's favorite things. It'll just be five <laughs> items that uh, we're all kind of excited about in the tech world um, as it relates to uh, computers directly uh, that we think would be good things to pick up around Christmas time during the holiday season with all the discounts that are going around. So uh, definitely join us uh, on Discord, um, chat in that channel, get excited about the new tech stuff get that's coming out, uh, and, and I'll be um, kind of going over what we think is the most important thing uh, each you know, podcast and have a discussion about that. Mm-hmm. I uh, Brad, yeah. I actually have tech like... Cafe. I'm I'm really excited about this, uh, like inclusion in our podcast and in our community, mostly because I feel like when I back when I was living with Kenny and I had just a, a cardboard box of a computer, the only things I could really play were like Risk of Rain One, FTL, uh, Duck Game. God, FTL. I know, right? And and it was just like I would go to your room incredible. to actually play things that that could run okay. Uh, mm-hmm. And and Steve was crucial to helping me build my gaming PC that I have now that I built while we were in between season one and two, and now I can actually play things with good graphics. Um, nice. I mean, playing How things on them. I know, and I mean, playing on that 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 box. I of have a the same computer. <laughs> is the reason I got into indie gaming, you know. Uh, mm. But all of these tips that we can offer people, um, and all of, like we have people in our Discord that don't have good gaming computers or don't even know what the first mm-hmm. thing to do is. I've had people or ask me now. Mac. Yeah, or, or have a Mac. Ugh. I've had people ask me now, <laughs> like, what is. Uh, what should I do about a, a a game build or like a computer build because I've been public about my computer build. So all of that is so like, you know, important to how you game. I think it's a great, a great thing that we have. Like there's a cross section there for us. Yeah. And we're, and we're going to be, you know, posting resources, especially for the DIY side of things. Um, Cause I know that that's, mm-hmm. you know, especially when we talk about gaming, there's always this back and forth about console versus PC. And yeah. I think that just because, you know, we're aligning ourselves with indie development and, you know, typically you'll see indie development available on PC and much more, 
you know, numerous way versus uh, a lot of these consoles. They have to go through a bunch of different series of, you know, checks and balances and regulations and they start losing money. So, you know, having something that can at least take advantage of the games that we're talking about on the podcast, we're going to post, uh, you know, economic builds and crazy awesome builds. And you'll see like Steve's ultimate hellfire desktop versus Steve's <laughs> great, awesome budget build that does basically the same thing for what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be a lot of um, information and resources. So just, you know, check it out. And if there's something specifically that, you know, you as a QWERTY birdie are interested in, um, definitely post it and we'll reach out to you and help you out with it. These builds are probably also going to be great for devs, people who want to mm-hmm. build a game but can't handle it on their computer and don't know what is the minimum specs required in order to actually create a game. Totally. Yeah, my, my next PC that I want to build is is going to be more uh, high powered than this. And I'm actually going to convert this PC mm. that I have right now to a streaming slash recording machine. Nice. only. Nice. nice. And when you get all your build components put together, we're going to post that list so other people can mimic yes, it. Yes, we will. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I got the opportunity cool. to use a bit of online and in person, um, uh, computer building resources. Like I went to a local micro center after working on a pc parts picker list uh mm-hmm. so it i don't know why i brought that up just to say like there's so many <laughs> more <laughs> avenues for building yeah. your pc no we're, we're uh i'm excited for it i think it would be a really good collection for for, for information um and just you know talking about new stuff there's constantly yeah. new things coming out every two weeks there's new information so that's why we gotta do this to bring that information to you i know <laughs> That's, I think I just saw a, uh, a big little news story from NVIDIA talking about one of their new graphics cards or something and an anticipated One shortage. of their five new graphics cards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is it only five? I'm surprised. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, we'll Thanks. definitely be covering topics like that as well. Cool. Tech Cafe, check it um, out. Tech Cafe, check it out. In the meantime, we're going to start wrapping it out. Um, again, if this is your first time joining us, we are QWERTYcast. Um Again, we are Kenny, Cam, Dave, Steve, and Andres, uh, and Joe uh, as well, but he's not here. Um, we've been doing a bunch of stuff, and we have a lot of stuff planned for season two. Um, but in case you missed it, we hosted a Smash League that lasted, I think, about five weeks, um, streamed on Twitch uh, twice a week. Uh, we hosted a Duck Game tournament. Uh, we gave away some free games. Um, we made some new uh, friends with different people. We've been doing some collabs with stuff. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's been really dope. And we, we've got a lot. Well, what, what else do we have in store that we can be excited about, that we can get people excited about? Well, not only have we been doing collabs with new people, but we've taken some of our community members who we talk to a lot who have been very active. And we are collaborating with them now in terms of, I mean, we've got yes. a logo now uh, we've got yeah uh, oh, the like, all of the things like, we've, we've got so much stuff we're new website uh, um is coming but we bought cordycast.com so if you go there now yeah. it's active and it goes straight to our link tree yeah um i it believe we're something. working on new music stuff we've got uh, a whole different channel about game development now because we've got some people working on developing games we're growing baby yeah uh i mean there's so much stuff that's going on um yeah we're just doing I think like every best. single one of us is super excited about to bring mm-hmm. all of the information that we find interesting to all of you as quickly as possible but also just in a way that feels approachable feels like 
something that you can do with other people too. What I've noticed a lot is that our Discord is pretty unique in terms of what we're doing. Like, I looked at other groups who are doing indie game coverage and whatever, and they're mostly hosted on their website. Their communities are in more common places like Twitter, probably Reddit. But our Discord seems to be this unique thing that is like, it, it's so big, it's so, like, we take such good care of it. So I feel like it's big. Very published. <laughs> I mean, polished. Uh, polished. I. I think um, what I like is that even as we get more and more people, um, everybody that is active in the server works very hard to try to to be inclusive with mm -hmm. any new person that joins, and and mm -hmm. you can get what you want out of out of our server. I know that that sounds kind of cheesy and stupid and generic, but it, I think it really is the truth. Um, you guys, unlike have... that song, you can always get what you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you get you guys have. Um, become like this this chosen family for me so i don't want to get all oh sentimental I with will. it but i just did well we're all different <laughs> types of gamers we all like different aspects but you know gaming as a whole is this central idea here so it doesn't matter what type of games that you're interested in you somebody here who's gonna agree with you and want to play and it's a great community opportunity yeah i've seen people started playing left for dead again yes <laughs> yeah so God, it's so yeah. much fun the resurgence. They had a back huge update. I mean, that's another fucking game that said, hey, our mod community is so tight. They've been yeah. developing beautiful shit for years, <clears throat> and this game is not dead because of it. So we're going to publish Thomas all the of tank that. Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I never played that one. You haven't been modded enough then, no, Andres. Clearly not. <laughs> that's the thing. Actually, I always... Um, Maybe that's something in gaming that I never really fucked around with because I never had a good enough computer was mods. Uh, I just yeah. yeah. The most mods I have that's... on any game are duck game. And it's for hats. I can yeah, I can no. show you a couple things about modding if you really want to. Sure. Um, it's, it's a my, rabbit it's, hole with cam. It, it's my favorite pastime to mod a game and not play it. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds I've, like I've done that with uh, Fallout New Vegas. Yeah. Anytime I've booted yeah. up Skyrim and Nexus. Yeah, Skyrim is. <laughs> huge one. Oh my gosh i've only seen the uh macho man randy savage skyrim mod oh god yeah there's a lot of good good mods for skyrim and a, and a speed run Boobies. where people just use buckets to clip through walls oh, i guess right. another thing really quick um we have incorporated music a little bit into our podcast channel as well we've got um a text channel called the vinyl lounge which i believe was introduced by gary our wonderful editor um which is to talk about... Gary, I, play some uh, sound effects for yourself. Um, Seinfeld bass. This show. is to talk about just music you love, and um, I believe you can also talk about different software and equipment if you want. I, I don't think that we're trying to, you know... Uh, be exclusive? Yeah, be exclusive like about anything. not inclusive? Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, that's, um, that's the thing. Except it's, to Mac users. I've, I've been trying to <laughs> think kidding. of ways to... Yeah, right. Fucking... <laughs> except one of our... <laughs> except for fucking Kyle, who is now part of our team and only has a Mac. Um, I Yeah, I think one of the things that I've been thinking about a lot with in terms of Patreon tiers, in terms of how we, you know, put our information out, we should never be using information as a, like, a point of leverage to hold over people. Our information that we get here is supposed to be shared quickly and as like easily as professionally as possible because this is 
for everyone's development, for everyone's research. Just come here if you're looking for something and you think somebody here could answer that question about gaming, PC stuff, all that shit is. What are some what are some other things? We're we're working on a finalized stream schedule for Twitch. Mm-hmm. We are working mm-hmm. on giving you all more content on YouTube. And for those Patreon subscribers, we're working very hard to to give you content and and more incentives to to be part of our uh to, you mm-hmm. know, to be patrons. If you're on Patreon and you donate even the lowest tier, uh you'll get the opportunity to see uh teasers for episode topics. Dicks. You'll be oh. able to see, um, yeah, Kenny, who's a total dick. Join us in streams, I believe. Um, is that is that now the lowest? <laughs> uh, no, no. It's more like you'll see the episode topics early. You'll get to, I, th- I believe I'm going to make it so that even the $1 tier or maybe the $2 tier will be able to see these video casts early. Um, yeah. Right, going... but when you get that QWERTY birdie um, into our Discord mm-hmm. from Patreon... Uh, they are now able to watch our streams. Is that correct? I'm updating Patreon, that... so don't quote it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but other things, like you'll be able to vote on community polls, like games that we're going to play, streams that we're going to do, yada, yada. Uh, trying to just make it, like you said, inclusive. Trying yeah, to make yeah. it approachable for people. This kind of thing that you pay. If you're going to pay money, it should be for getting information Stuff that you're that looking you for. Want. Yeah. 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 No, we're not trying to take anybody's money. We want to yeah. we want to offer good content. Right now so it costs us very little to do this, so it shouldn't cost you a lot to hear us out. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Currently it costs a, a little to do it. It does. There's associated costs, but <laughs> yeah. we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Um but other than that, uh any anyone been any uh up to anything interesting in the meantime? What's going on with everyone's lives? Hmm. I I don't do anything interesting ever. Yeah, there's nothing new in my life. Literally, everything's new in your life. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I'm in a new room because I have a house now. Uh, I moved uh, to the Central Time Zone, uh, and I got married. Most importantly, you sure fucking um, did, man. Congrats. Yeah, thank you. And this all happened within a month. So yeah. uh, I I was basically MIA from very close to the beginning of October until uh, the middle of November basically almost the end of november yeah uh, i mean that that covers everything that's that's all the highlights <laughs> yeah. that's it you know i i i got married beautiful wedding we photos. bought a house we moved uh, i still don't have a job uh but i'm looking for one hashtag so if you're hiring life. hashtag covid uh how about you steve uh work um finishing up my first semester of my master's program um hey. so i'm excited for that i'll be congrats Thank you. I'll be working on a project immediately after closing out this podcast, so I've got plenty of things to do. Um, but no, I mean, it's mostly just this chair that, if you are able to see the stream, um, probably has an impression uh, due to the fact that uh, 22 hours of every day I spend uh, my existence here in the box that is my Jesus. basement. So, Show us the impression at the end of the oh, end definitely. when we close out. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll get that. So, says, we'll like, get that sorted. Take a walk. Yeah. The Stephen Butt impression is yeah. going to be one of the exclusive Patreon photos. Yeah, it's actually we'll get a uh, merch. Yeah, we'll get some. Uh, we'll get some castings. And you <laughs> guys can, uh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I, I support this. Oh one. my god! Imagine doing butt molds instead of Christmas stockings. <laughs> but yeah, that's about it for me. Nice. Cool. 
Kenny. Cam. Oh, me. Nope. Cam. Yeah, you said Cam first. Cam, let's do alphabetical. <laughs> Cam. Cam. Oh, that's me. Then. Oh, so Andres yeah. is last, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Andres is last. Yeah, Cam goes next because uh, uh, A comes before A. E. To be honest, I'm not really doing much. I mean, I was judging Andres and how he played Hades, but that's you about it. That's, that's, that's an important thing. You haven't even come to I, watch me I, since I got good. I need I, to watch you. I mean, I'm still judging you. I still judge you. That's all I'm saying. I think I've beaten every... <laughs> not to brag, but... Did you do like the 10 like every, wins that got the, the true ending? Oh, honey. <laughs> I think I've beaten every weapon like 10 times now. Nice. Damn. I'm not that good. I, I'm all right at the game, though. It's a toughie. It's a toughie. But I know I'm going to love it. So, yeah. I have beaten with each weapon, and I think I've beaten it with all of their like uh, extra uh, words of whatever. Mm-hmm. The last oh, thing you have to do is try beating it without any... Um, boons. No. Without any boons. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. Mm. I think I saw a speed run really early on with it, like somebody beating it when they start the game. Nice. But Is there a way for me to not accept boons, by the way? Like, I assume no, but you can, so you're saying. You can, you know, you have to get them, and then you kind of, like, sell them just before sell them. you get there. Yeah, you can, right, yeah. right. It counts for the run of what I was talking about just now. Mm-hmm. Have, has anyone tried beating it with a reset Nyx's mirror? So, like, no uh, updates on the mirror. Like, nothing? Because mm-hmm. there's a no, dialogue option with Meg where she's like, uh, Zagreus, I, I realized that you've never beaten me. And he's like, how do you figure that? And he's like, because you used Nyx's mirror. You couldn't beat me without help, so obviously you'll never win. Mm. And I'm like, oh, bitch, you're so right. <laughs> That's a fucking challenge think- if I ever heard one. I have enough darkness now that I'm one Kingdom Hearts upgrade game shy of having the complete Nyx's mirror, like nice. of everything being maxed out. Yeah, it, I think I'm almost maxed out. Even the even the secondary options, mm-hmm. the green boys. Yeah, oh, that's gross. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, it is the only game that I could play for a month, basically, unless I wanted <laughs> to play a different Switch game that was also only single player. Great, great keeper. I don't have that, so it's pretty cool. I I picked that up. Um, I've been playing it off and on. Yeah, what else have uh, you been up to, Kenny? Uh, yeah, tell us. I started dabbling in Unreal Engine, um, and so that's been really fun. I've uh, had work on and off uh, freelance life hashtag freelance life, and um, FL. Let me think. Suffered some loss, um, but also, you know, made some new friends. So, um, but not too much else. It's just been a lot of focusing on this world, Cordy Cast, and you know, making sure we put out good content for people. Mm. I applied to Polygon, didn't get it, but that was. I think that was that might have been before our break. Yeah, that was before the break. That was fun, too. Oh, but you had an amazing video. You did. Thanks. And you should have gotten it. Thanks. Yeah, if you're listening to this and you dope. want to hire Kenny, ask him for that video. It was a great submission. <laughs> it was uh, it was a fun time making yeah. that. Um, I got a C stand, which only matters to probably me. <laughs> but... Dude, you got a C stand? 
That's that's yeah, a big deal. Those things it. are like chonky. They're important. They're chonky. Yeah, my friend was like, "Hey, if you need a C stand, I'm just never use mine." So uh-huh. I was like, "All right." So that's that's what's holding my fake webcam right now. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I was about to say like <laughs> just having a C stand. I feel like there's so many times whenever I want to like rig something in my house, and I'm like, I don't have enough interconnected locking arms. All right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, not too much else. The on, honestly, the Unreal thing has been like taking up chunks of my time. Yeah. it's just been really fun learning that and making stuff that may or may not come out. It felt like you point. had a grasp around it by week one. Like I, I was watching you this entire time. I've been watching you intimately this entire time, and um, oh. <laughs> Unreal Engine looks really approachable. It's free, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can just download it off the Epic. Uh, and you got and because of you like two three other people started using it it's true yeah mm-hmm. i'm probably gonna download it i was too. trying yeah. game maker studio um, season three well um, we're, we're pitching it now credit game developers <laughs> i'm gonna try uh, I, I tried game maker studio too uh but you do have to pay for that eventually mm. and i my free trial ran out before i made anything further than a knockoff of asteroids <laughs> <laughs> nice but I did successfully follow that tutorial, so I did make asteroids. Nice. nice. Yeah. Well, Andres, want to wrap us up? Tell us what's up with you. Yeah. Finish us off. Right. Ew. Um, yeah. I have been pretty much doing the same thing as everyone else. It's kind of like a little bit of everything. Playing games, working on work. Uh, work has been actually kind of fun because I'm doing a lot more virtual events through work. So I've been trying to figure out ways to do that outside of work for more money um oh yeah because i'm kind of enjoying doing like virtual event consulting mc sort of like tech prep on the back end and yeah digital event planning do it yeah no seriously it's fucking right there and i realized because of all this i realized i'm good at it so uh that's something kind of fun uh yeah anyone who wants to work with me on that qwerty studios yeah (laughs) um and then on top of that you know i've been working really fucking hard making qwerty cast feel solid feel polished in all these tiny little corners of the internet that people don't pay attention to Uh, i've just been editing you know the text uh formatting in random places i've been trying to make it feel just like completely approachable something that you could just kind of find if you google indie game podcast indie game you know hype whatever and and speaking of really quick uh shout out to scott robertson for designing our logo and giving us all of the assets that we use to do qwerty logo type things yeah oh my gosh everyone who's worked with us in the past couple months to help us create new assets for the podcast to give us good feedback on what we should do and where we're going uh it just feels like this you know this ball has started rolling and it's not going to stop and that's what i'm the most excited about is i've been telling people like once season two starts back up like i don't know the next time we're going to have a break that feels like a break because i just want to keep doing stuff and there's no reason we shouldn't because it's just fun so yeah as as i get out of dealing with the mess that is this house we purchased (laughs) um uh i i've so looking forward to to dedicating more of my time to helping you guys again uh with with making everything um the best that it can mm-hmm. 
I've I've been very jealous sitting on the sidelines watching you guys get in these meetings of like eight people <laughs> talking mm-hmm. about what you're gonna do next, and I'm like, oh, I want to be there. Um, well, uh, to start wrapping things out, um, want to give a couple more shout outs. Uh, one to uh, Corey Brannigan, who uh, has been a super hard worker with a huge heart and an ev- even bigger imagination who helped us immensely with Cordy uh, Clash animations that, uh, that you saw during our Smash League. Um, he was in charge of like all of those, and he knocked it out of the park every time. The recaps are available um, on YouTube. They're- yeah, and available on YouTube now. Um, uh, shout out to uh, all everyone who's been listening recently. Um, we've got a lot of new listeners recently, and um, to our people who have been hanging out with us on Discord and people supporting us, especially on Patreon, uh, Gopher Jays, uh, Kyle, and Calvin. Um, you guys have been there almost all since day one, so thank you again for all of that. Um, Welcome, everyone, to Season 2. That's it for Episode 1, and thank you for tuning in. You're all rad. As you heard, we have a bunch of plans in stock for this season, so stay tuned. And until then, Cordycast out.